All right, so um, we're at the end yesterday. Just really to finish off the old sugya. I'm not sure why I stopped there, but uh, I did. So uh, four lines up. Levi bereder of Huna, Barchia. Levi, the son of Huna, Barchia. They were going on the way. Kanme Chamra de Levi. The donkey of Levi went before the Chamra de Rabba Bar Huna. Went before Rabba Rav Huna. Rabba Huna was, was greater than him. And Chalash died to Rabba Rav Huna. Rabba Rav Huna, he was upset. He, was, uh, he didn't like it that Levi's donkey went in front of him. So Amar, Levi said to Rav Huna, Trying to pin the blame and to make himself, you know, to make the situation better, he said, "Ema le milsa, I'll go tell him something. I'll review, you know, I'll tell him something. So that'll settle his mind. That he'll be okay with the fact that my donkey went in front of his." Amarle. So Levi said to Rabbi Rav Huna, who was greater than me, said to him, "I have the following shalat for you: Chamar sha'asak of ra'im, a chamar that has, uh, you know, that it, it can't be controlled. It's out of hand." like mine, and therefore he was excusing why he went ahead. He was basically saying it wasn't my fault. My animal did not own uh, on its own. Now mahu So normally a chamar would go out with a. Um, we said uh, a chamar would go out with an officer, would go out with reins. Um, so what happens if he goes out with a prumbia, which is a bit? Okay, so that's a again a, a form of netirusa yesera, more shmira, more guarding. So would that be considered, if in other words, for this animal, which uh, which is wild, would it be considered? Would it be a problem or not? So Amrle, he says it's not even relevant. That's the way some farshim learn. It's not even relevant because. So we don't even need to discuss that if your animal is more wild than normal, are you allowed to? Even if your animal was a normal chamar, um, even if your animal was a normal chamar, it would be uh, you would be allowed to go out with a stronger form of guarding because Allah is like that holds natira natirusa yisera extra guarding is not a problem. It's not does not make it into a load. It doesn't make it carrying. Okay. Tanad Bey Rimanasia. Rimanasia learns Ez Shechakakla Bain Karneha. If you have a goat and you drilled in between its horn, so you made an area where you can uh, fasten, tightly fasten a, a leash or something, then Yitzaba Afser Bashabas. So if you can, if you drilled in to attach the reins, then you're allowed to go out. Okay. But if you didn't drill in, the problem is that a reins don't um, they don't uh, they they don't naturally secure tightly to a goat, and the concern is that it might fall off. Like we explained before, there's two issues: there's the carrying of the load that we an animal shrisis behemta that an animal can't carry a load for a person on Shabbos, and the second issue is that and this is we see that second issue that it might slip off if there's no proper way to fasten it, it might slip off. The, rain, the rains might slip off, and you'll come and carry a Dalad Amas, Bershus Um and that would be the concern. What happens if you tied the reins into it, the beard of the goat? If, if it wants to slip off, it's painful, and therefore, you know, the, the, the A's won't, won't, like, yank it off, because it's painful every time it makes a move to kind of come off. So therefore, the, the A's won't 
uh, come to, uh, you know, shake it off. Idilma zimnin de rafi. Sometimes it can weaken on its own. Venafel, and it could fall on its own. Vasil sui dalanamis versus arabim. And you might carry dalanamis. Teku, the Gemara does not answer that Shiloh. No, they're your animals. Your animals are not. Your animals are not mukta. But who says you're even you're touching these animals? The question is the animals. Correct. I mean that that's also true. But why should your animals be mukta? No, I have dogs at home, and I don't treat them as mukta. But some people consider even house dogs mukta I'm I'm not aware of that. But I think to Sender's point, we're not really discussing whether the animals are or aren't mukta. We're discussing whether they are or aren't a. Um, you can't have your animal doing malacha for you. And or, you know, so and that's really the concern here. Or, again, there's two concerns. You can't have your animal doing malacha, shvises behemtai. That's concern number one. And concern number two is if your animal goes out and it's walking and its reins slip off, are you going to pick it up and carry it to Adamas? But also to Sender's point, the sign is Mokta and Shabbos. You're allowed to pull it with a, a leash, meaning you're allowed to pull it with something else. If you have something, it's Mokta. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't think if it's your animal, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't why would it be mukta? I I don't know that I don't know that it would be. Tanan Hassam. I'm, I'm saying if something is mukta on Shabbos, are you allowed to pull it? Then you're not allowed to move it. No. A television? Can you pull a TV with a rope on Shabbos? If it's mukta, then you're not allowed to move it. Again, mukta doesn't right. I mean, mukta means if it's set aside for something. I don't know that an animal is set aside to, you know, not, not be used. Well, on Shabbos, you're not allowed to use it. That's why you would be... I guess you wouldn't be allowed to pull it. No, you're not allowed to move something that's mukta. Tan Hasam. We have a Mishnah. V'loi b'ritsua shebein karneha. Okay, that a cow cannot go out with a strap that's in between its horns. Amar of Yirmiya Ba'aba, pligi bara v'shmuel. Whether the purpose of the strap, so the, the strap could have two two purposes. Either it could be um, it, it could be lenoi, right, it, to just be to make your cow look nice, right? They dress it up like you ever see those uh, you know show show camels, right? They put the jewels there or whatever. So bain lenoi, bain lishmar. Whether it's the purpose of the strap is to make the animal look nice or to be used as as reins. Right to control the animal, um, Shmuel would one mandamer holds its aser. That it's only going to be aser again. We're talking about here a cow. That it's only lenoi aser only for uh, if you're putting it on to make it look nice. It's going to be aser, but lishmar as reins it's going to be motor. Amar of Yosef, tistaim de Shmuel who the amar lenoi aser. Let's bring a, a proof that it's Shmuel who is the one who holds. Noi is Aser. Okay. And Lishmar Mutter, but to uh, to use it as reins would be Mutter. Damar Rav Huna, Barav Chia, Amar Shmuel. Halacha Kechananya. That the Halacha is like Chananya. And therefore, even though it would, we're trying to maybe, at this point, we think that we're talking about that it's in the Tirusa Yisera, right? A cow does not need. A uh, cow does not need reins, right? You can just walk alongside. They're not going to run away. It's not a wild animal. So therefore, again, we had, we had two mandamar. One mandamar said, Bein lenoi, bein lishmai aser. And one mandamar said, Lenoi, it's aser lishmar motor. So we're trying to bring a proof. 
Shmuel said the halacha is like Hananya, and therefore he must have been the one that said Lishmar is mutter. Amar Abaya Adaraba to Abaya says no the other way. To time to Shmuel who the Amar Bein Lenoi Bein Lishmar Aser. Damar Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel Machlifin Lefnei Rebbe. Because it said Bishim Shmuel that they brought the following Shiloh, Shalzu Bazu Mahu, like we had yesterday. Amar Lefana Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yesi Kacha Amar Abba Dalar Behemis Yosis Ba'afser. That we had four animals go out with reins, Hasus, horse, a pered, and a mule, Vahagama Vahamar. And, right, we were trying to bring a raya that Lav Lamute Gamal Bechaitam, that a regular camel with a nose ring is considered Nitirusa Yeseira. And Shmuel was the one that brought this whole soya. So the Gemara says, Sami ha mikameha. No, get rid of this last thing we said. Bishem uh, Shmuel wasn't Shmuel. So the Gemara wants to know, my chazis de misamis ha mikameha. Sami ha mikameha. So we have two basically conflicting rulings of Shmuel. One in which Shmuel says, Allah chazakhananya. And one in which he brought these other, um, these other manda amrim. Uh, I'm sorry, one in which he asked about Nitirusa Yisera, and he seemed to say that Nitirusa Yisera is going to be Aser. So it's a conflicting. So why would we get rid of the second one? So the Gemara says, if you skip the words in the parentheses, just to the last one, to Inmar Rav Chia Barashi, Amar Rav, Bein Lenoi, Bein Lishmar Aser, that we have a clear Memra, B'Shem Rav, that says, Noi and Lishmar's Aser, and therefore, Rav Chia Barav and Amar Shmuel, Lenoi Aser Lishmar Mutter. So based on, you want to know, we didn't know which way to go, you're right, we have a stira, but since we have a clear a, a different memra b'shem Rav Barashi quoting Rav and Shmuel, so we see clearly that Rav holds that it doesn't matter if it's Nai or Lishmar, it's going to be Aser. It sounds like Rav holds uh, not like Hananya, and Shmuel holds that only Lenoi is Aser, right? Because that's considered a Masoi, it's considered a load, but Lishmar, even though a cow does not need Shmira, naturally a cow does not need, you know, a collar or reins. Um, it's considered Nitirusa Yeseira, and if it's Nitirusa Yeseira, and Shmuel holds a Chananya, then Nitirusa Yeseira is Mutter, we won't consider that a load. Mesvei, we have Kasha from following Brisa, Kashra Ba'aleha. If the owners of the cow tied a para aduma bimaisera with reins, Kishera, it's going to be Kasher, right? It's going to be Kasher to still be used as a para aduma. If you want to tell me that reigns on a paraduma is considered a masu, is considered a load, so then asher loy aleha all the din by paraduma is that it cannot carry a load. It can't do work. A paraduma must have never asher loy all right? That asher loy that a paraduma can never do work. It has to from its from from the time that it was born never have done work. And if you're saying that afsar that reigns right, would be considered a a load, right? According to uh, Rav, why is it considered a load? Uh, I'm sorry, if it's if according to Rav, if you're saying that it's considered an extra load, then it should make the paraduma possible. So um, so all right, I share Oh, Amar Rachman of the Torah says it can't have a load, and if it happens, it's possible. Amar Baya. What are we talking about here? So Baya says, he makes a new kimta. He says that, you're right, normally a cow would not need, let's say in the city, you're walking it uh, from one house to the next or walking to the farm to the house. So the cow would not need, not sure he would be walking into the house, but uh, the cow would not need to walk around the city, would not need a, a reins. 
But when you're going on the highway, so then it would be somewhat normal. You would want to uh, have some, some, sort of, some sort of shmira. You know, I mean, we've seen before that certain cows and certain times they could actually start running. So, you know, that, that may early air, you'd be more concerned. Rava Amar, Shani Para, Dameha Ye Karin. That no, that shmira is not dependent on the nature of the animal or the situation. That if it's very expensive, so it's something you would want to watch. And therefore, even though you're right, normal cows don't need it, but just for the one in a million case, um, since this one, uh, uh, para aduma, is very expensive, therefore, for a para aduma, it's not considered uh, nitirusi. Here, it's not considered a masoi. Ravina Amar, a third one is my redes. We're talking about um, a para aduma that was my redes, right? In other words, that, 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 was, that was agitated, and uh, it was a, a feisty little cow, and therefore... Um, that's why it, for this cow it was normal, but we see from here that that this whole concept of 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 nitirusa, when you talk about what type of reins to use, it's not standardized. It could be subjective to the animal. So each individual animal for one type of chamar, um, you know, for for your chamar, he happens to be docile, so reins are good enough. My chamar, maybe he needs a prumbia, you know. So each 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 animal could be a different situation according to Ravina. Okay, moving on to the next, uh, still, you know, the next part of the Mishnah. Hasus Bashir, a horse with its uh, collar. So, my yoitzin, umaynim shachim. So, we said, if you look in the Mishnah, it said, Vesus Bashir, Vechol Bali Ashir, Yoitzin Bashir, Venim Shachim Bashir. So, it says the sus can go out with this shear, and any animal that has a shear, which is like a, you know, a, a, a leash, Yoitzin Bashir, Venim Shachim Bashir can go out with the leash and can be dragged by the leash. So what's going on over here? Why did we use, well, we're basically saying two different things, yoitzin and nimshachim. So my yoitzin u my nimshachim, amarav huna, oi yoitzin kruchin, oi nimshachim. Then any animal that would normally use a leash, you can uh, use it, use the leash two different ways. It could go out kruchin, meaning that you can just wrap the leash around the neck of the animal. And what Rashi is saying is, even if you're not actively using it, since it's an animal that normally has a leash, you can just take the leash, wrap it around the neck of the animal, and let it walk on its own, because Rashi says, nami that when an animal has, has a leash, it could also function as something that is served lenoi to beautify the animal, and it's considered normal. And if something is lenoi and orche, right, the reason by the cow, why we said the ritsua, according to everybody, was going to be aser, even though it was lenoi, it was to beautify the animal, is because it's not considered orcha. But when you have a leashed animal, that's what Ravuna is saying, that you can just take the leash and you can just wrap it around the neck of the animal, it doesn't have to be actively used because lenoi to serve to beautify is orcha is considered normal. Or you can actually lead the animal. You can drag the animal with a leash. Vishmuel Amar. Shmuel says no. He combines the two. When the Mishnah says uh, it means it's combined. They cannot go out with a leash wrapped around. It's only the only, it really means that they can go out with a leash, but it's only if you're going to use the leash to uh, pull the animal. We have like a third way of learning. That it's kind of like in between. You can wrap the leash around the neck of the animal, 
because Lamaisa, if you do it lightly in a certain way, Rashi says, you put the leash around the neck of the animal, so it sits there, so it's not, you're not actually pulling the animal with it, but that you're able to put your, your fingers in between the leash and the animal. So if, or you leave a little bit of the leash, you know, dragged out, so you're not always pulling the animal, but it's standing next to you, and if it starts to separate, it starts to run away, then you have to, you have to, it has to be karuch in a way that it can be used as a leash. And that's what the third way of saying it. So it's either, either karach completely just wrapped around, unusable, or nimshachim, that's where punashita. Shmuel says, no, it needs to be nimshachim. The, the only time an animal can go out with a leash is, is if it's in a position that you are dragging the animal with it. And the third way of learning was that if you have like in between, that it could be used in certain, it can, it can go, the animal can go out if it's kruchim limshaych, that it doesn't actually have to be used to uh, lead the animal, but it could be kind of this loose way where it's accessible if the animal starts to run. Amr of Yosef, Chazina Lahu, I saw, Le'igleid Be'i Rav Huna, that the calves of Rav Huna, Yitzin Ba'afsareyen, Kruchin Be'Shabbos, that they, they went out with reins that were karach, and that was Rav Huna Shita, that he held that Kruchim is good enough, that if it's, uh, you wrap the leash around, it's good. Kiyasa Rav Dimi, Amr Rav Chanina, Mulois shall base Rebbe Yitzim Ba'afsareyen B'Shabbos. The mules of Rebbe can go out with their officers, their reins, on Shabbos. Ibayolahu. We want to know when he said uh, that, that the, mule, the, the mules of Rebbe can go out, did we mean that it can only go out if, you're, if it's nimshachem, right? If it's a string that you can pull, or even if it's wrapped around the neck, would that be okay? Tashima so Rav Shmuel by Yehuda said they can go out kruchin. I didn't need him to come and say specifically that Rebbe's mules are allowed to go out karuch that they don't need to be nimshach uh, that the, the the um, leash doesn't need to be in a way that you can pull the animal, even if it's just wrapped around the animal. It, I didn't need Roshmoh Rabbi Yehuda to come and tell me that. Why? I would have known it from Rabdimi from the original thing. Rabdimi went ahead and said, The fact that he even needed to come and say that the mules of Rebbe went out, because if Rabdimi was talking about Nimshachim, then I would have known it from like We had this memra, we said that we asked what happens if you change the different types of reins. We said four animals, so we we, we brought Beshem the Tana of a Rishmal Breb Yesi. The Kachamar Abba the Reb Yesi said, so we see from the Tana Rav Yesi that a mule, a pered, which is a mule, like a mule, a mule of base Rabbi, a mule can go out with um, with their officer, with their reins anyways. And how would they go out the standard way? Everybody agrees if you're allowed to have reins or a leash, it can go out nimshachim. The only question here is, 
whether it can go out kruchim. Okay, and so what we're saying is from the fact that Reb Dimi had to come and say that Mulash based Rebbe, Yitzin Bafsarim, they can go out. Of course, I would have already known from the Tana of Yesi that they can go out in Mshachim. So he, when he was coming to say that the mules of Rebbe can go out, he must have been saying that it can go out Kruchim. Okay, and that, that's the Kasha over here. Why did, uh, why did we have to have Rebbe Yudam or Shmuel come and say that uh, it means even Kruchim? Samalu Ravasi, Itzrech Lehu. I still needed Rebbe Dimi to come and say it. If I would have just learned it from Rav Yehuda, meaning from the memory of Rav Yaisi, the Tana who said that Pered is one of the four animals that can go out with rains, I would have thought that he said it, but he didn't accept it as halacha. Kamash Malan, the Rav Dimi. The Rav Dimi came along and said it, and therefore, Rav Dimi was saying, we paskin like Rav Yesi. Now, we just don't know if that's Nimshachin or Kruchin, and therefore, Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda said, uh, clarified it as Nimshachin, and we didn't need to say it an extra time. Be'idu Rav Dimi, if I would have just had Rav Dimi, so I need both Rav Shmuel Rav Yehuda and Rav Dimi to discuss about the mules of Rebbe because even though the Tana Rav Yesi mentioned that mules can go out with the officer, I didn't know if Rebbe was Makabalit from, from, from the Memram B'Shem Rav Yesi. Okay. Now, um, so we see that it must have been Rebbe held similar like what Rav Huna was saying, that Kruchim, even Kruchim, is good enough. Uh, they can go out Kruchim once you're allowed to take, once you're allowed to go out with, um, with uh, uh, the leash, then Kruchim is good enough just wrapped around the animal. So we were saying these collars, right? So if you have a, a collar, you have a leash, right? So it's a collar. With, um, <clears throat> so we were saying that if they became tame, you can take the animal and just dunk it in the mikvah. Walk your animal into the mikvah with its collar. And that would be considered a tefillah to be metaher, the collar that is on the animal. So, Are you telling me that a collar can be mekabal tuma in the first place? We learned tabas adam metame. The ring of a person can become tame. However, that the kalem or tabas, the tabas of a behema, cannot become tame. So, how could you go ahead and say, how do you get into a situation where you have to be toivel the collar if the tabas of a behema cannot become tame? Right? So, so I'm Rabbi Yitzchak Nafka. Rabbi Yitzchak says, What are we talking about? That originally it was some sort of kalim for a person. It was um, a kalim, uh, 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 you know, some sort of ring for a person. The, the collar was used, you know, maybe as a belt or something. And uh, you, it became tame then. And then you put it on the animal. So what we're saying is that if it became tame on the person, then you put it on an animal. And now you want to be it, You can just lead the animal into the mikvah. Rav Yosef Amar, Rav Yosef says, No, he has a completely different answer. No, 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 no. That when we said a keli of an Adam becomes tummy and a keli of an animal does not become tummy, they mean the kalim that are shayach to the animal. Rav Yosef Amar, Since a person is the one pulling them, 
that is considered the kli of a person. So to whose purpose is the collar? It's the purpose of the owners. So it is a kli that is shayach to an adam, but it's, it's really the purpose of the kli is for the adam, and therefore it can become tame even though it is sitting on a behema. Milay tanya, didn't we learn makal shebehema, that if you have a, a stick, right, so the shepherd uses a stick, shel machas, if it's a metal, mekabal Matam, why is it makabal tumah? Since a person uses it to uh, rule in the the animals, it's used to go the animals, therefore it can be makabal tumah, like we have the case of marda, right? So if you're using a metal stick, I think wood would be pshute kli eight, so it wouldn't be makabal tumah, but a metal stick, um, even though it's being used for the animal's purpose, uh, even though it's being used to um, kind of bring in the animals, since it's shayach to the Adam, it's, it's used for the, the, the purposes of the Adam, it could be mekamotobah. Since a person is using the collar to drag the animal, it would be considered a clay Adam as well. This was in the Mishnah, we said that collars, you can, like I said, just lead the animal into the mikvah, and the collar will become tahar. Frakta Gemara, there is a chatzitza, meaning the collar has a ring. So how, what, how does an animal collar? Maybe, Nick, maybe you could tell us all exactly how a dog collar looks. But I think some sort of leather or material strap with a metal ring. And then you would attach the leash to the metal ring. So the question is, where the metal ring is attached to the collar, right? It's fixed to the collar. So that would be a chatzitza. So I'm a rabami b'sherishchan, where you hammered it out, and you by by taking a hammer to that ring, you loose, you created some space in between the ring and the collar, and now the water is able to flow, and it's no longer a chatzitsa. So the Gemara says, ah, if you if you're saying you you took a hammer to the collar, lema revami k'revyosef svirale. Let's say revami holds like revyosef that we consider a collar a kli adam even though it became tame on the animal, like we just said, to Iker Rav Yitzchak, because if Ravami holds like Rav Yitzchak, to Amar Bevayin Minay Adon Lunay Behema, Kivon Derischan, once you went ahead and you took a hammer to the Kli, Avid Behumaisa Uparchala Tuma Minayhu, once you go ahead and take a hammer to create some space between the ring and the collar, you now done a Maisa to the Kli, to change it, and therefore the tuma will go away. Parcha tuma. We know if you break a kli, right? If you change materially, change a kli, then it loses its shame tuma because it loses its shame kli. Did tanan call right? And now it's no longer a kli that's an adam kli. It's on the animal, so you have been parcha the tuma. Okay. Kivan Rashi says just to speak this out clearly. Kivan derischan since you hammered out the ring of the collar to create more space for shuv ain noyin la adam it therefore would no longer be nice so you imagine it was something you originally used as a belt and then you transitioned it to use as a collar for an animal once you go ahead and take an, a hammer to it it's no longer fit to be a noy adam but lilu mitaras tachshit it's no longer considered a tachshit shal adam vitarum tumasan so if you say like like we wanted to say the first answer of the Gemara like Rav Yitzchak that it become it became tummy because it was a tachshit of an adam it was a, a a some sort of uh, belt or 
or a, you know, ring for a person, that is why it became tame. Here, you're not being levato, that purpose of it. Did Tanan call Kalim, all Kalim, Yardin Lide Tumasam Machshava, that as, lo- as soon as, let's say you're in the middle of producing a Kli, and you didn't do the last step, but you decided, you know what, this is how I want it. So I didn't put the final a gloss, right, on, my, on the stender I was building. And then you said, you know what, I like the natural world look. Even if you don't do a Misa, that will finish the Kli for Tuma purposes. However, in Oilim Tumasan El Maisa, that in order to be Mavatal the Shame Kli, for it, the Tuma to go away, you would have to do a Shinoi Maisa. So we see here, you're doing a Shinoi Maisa. And si- I, I'm, I'm missing something over here. Sure. Isn't the use, the, the reason why it's useful to the Adam is for the, it's the Kli for the Adam because that's how he's Mesh of the Behema? That was the other shot. Now, that's how the Gemara started. Amar Ravami, Bishop Rishon, he hammered right. it out. So Lema Ravami, who's saying hammered it out, Ki Rav Yosef, we're trying to say he holds like Rav Yosef. Because if he doesn't hold like, because, because if he holds like Rav Yitzchak, there was two pshatim in, in why the collar of the animal becomes tummy. Either it becomes tummy because it became tummy on a person. because uh, there's no them. Okay. Okay, and now we're, we're saying that he must hold like that shot, exactly like you're saying, because if not, then we're going to run into a problem. So the Gemara says, no. He says, no. Savar law, even according to the second shot, even according to the shot that says it's, we're talking about a kli, that a kli on an animal used for an adam cannot become tameh. And here we're talking about kli adam that became tameh. Savar law, Rabbi Yehuda, that Rabbi Ami holds like Rabbi Yehuda, da'amar maisa lisakain lab maisa hu, that even though it may change materially or significantly change the kli, if you are doing a maisa to be masakin it, and for the animal's purposes, zakrashi vizuhi tikuna litzarech behema. Since this is considered, even though it's a, a, a it's something that could be um, detrimental as the kli for the adam, but it is something that is helpful. Uh, the being rishan right, hammering it out is helpful for the purposes of its kli as an animal. It's still considered maisa lasakin, and therefore the maisa that you're using to quote destroy the kli or to change materially change the kli is a maisa not of destruction, but is a maisa of takana, of actually helping it, and therefore it's not going to be a maisa. Ditanya, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, loy amru shinoi maisa lasakin. We did not say that a shinoi maisa is lasakin. That if, in other words, what is considered quote shinoi maisa that will change its status for tuma purposes? Elo lekalkel. That's only if it's a destructive action. But here. Even though it could be destructive as a cleat to an Adam, it is a Misa Lasakin, is helpful as a Misa to the cleat of a Behema, and therefore it's considered, even though, yes, it is a Misa, but it is not a destructive Misa, and therefore would not, uh, would not take it out of the Tuma, would not take this collar out of, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't remove the Tuma from the cleat. The Masnisatana. In Ebrisa, we said, we were talking about, okay, that it's hollowed out. Okay, and therefore, um, you it's another answer. Ravami said, number one, that I, what do you mean? It's, it is a chatzitza because the ring is very tightly attached to the collar. And in the in the Brisa, we have another way of explaining this that we're talking about mechulalim. It's hollowed out, and therefore it's not a chatzitza. The water can still pass through 
the ring. The ring is hollow. Water can pass through all the different parts. There are hollow parts, not solid parts, and we don't have this problem at all. Okay, now we're going to go to... It's kind of like a, a segue uh, sugya here. Kind of freestanding little sugya. Shal Talmud Echad Migalil HaElyon a Talmud from the upper Galilee area, he asked Rabbi Lazar, asked Rabbi Lazar, he asked him the following, the following din. He said, Shemati, I heard, Shecholkin ben Tabas Tabas, that there is a difference between two different rings. But I don't really know what the specific halacha was. I remember in my distant memory, there was a halacha regarding a difference between two different types of rings. So Amar Lazar, Rabbi Lazar responded to him, Shemalei Shemata El Inyan Shabbos. It must have been if I have to figure it out, it must have been in regards to the halachas of Shabbos that, um, that in regards to Hitzah on, on Shabbos, there's a difference between whether it has a, a stamp on it. So in those days, right, the family, your fa- you had a family crest. So if your ring had a crest that was used to, let's say, seal an envelope or something, so that was considered a stamp. Right, you ever had those ring stamps, those plastic ring stamps as a kid? So if it has a stamp on it, then it's considered like you're carrying a, you know, a stamp on Shabbos. And the ring's purpose is just to carry, an efficient way to carry your stamp. Um, and if it didn't have a stamp on it, then it was just a, a regular ring that's mutter to carry. Because if the chilek that you heard between the different types of rings was le'inyin tumah, davadachadahi, both rings would have the same status for Tumah purposes. So the Gemara says, really? That all rings have the same status? of a, a, Right? Like we came off, we said that there is a difference. That only a ring of a man, of a person, can become tummy, but an animal cannot become tummy. So why, this is Akasha, why would Rebbe Lazar say, it must have been, when I heard, you heard a din about a, 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 a chilak between two different taboys, it must have been in regards to Shabbos, because there is no difference between rings when it comes to tummy. What are you talking about? Ring of an animal becomes tummy, ring of a hammock does not become tummy. So the Mara answers, Ki Kamerle, you, when Rebbe Lazar was responding, Nami to Adam Kamerle, he was saying, if you heard it about Adam, then it must have been, if you heard a chilek and the differences between the rings of an Adam, it must have been in regards to Shabbos. But you're right, that if, if, if you were talking about the ring of, of an animal, and you know, if you're talking about the difference between the rings of an animal or a Adam, then of course there would be a chilek for the Indian Tumah. Really? And all rings of, human rings, have the same status for Tumah. That if you have a ring that its purpose is, is to, uh, you know, use as a belt, or, you know, suspenders, right? Or to tie between your shoulders. The only human rings that are tame are going to be on a ring, uh, rings that you wear on your finger. So again, the Gemara answers, when, when he responded, he was saying, if you're talking about the finger rings of a human, um, he was talking, saying, if you heard a chilak, Rebelazar said back to Talmud, if you heard a chilak about human finger rings, then it must have been in regards to Shabbos, because for Tumor, there's no difference between uh, human finger rings, they're all going to have the same status. And to which the Gemara has a further problem with the etzba davada achasi, really? Human finger rings are also 
the exact same din for Tumah purposes. If you have a ring of metal, and its signet, the crest, is of wood, then Tumah, right? Because we're going to go busser the ring. The ring is metal. The signet is wood. Is Almug. He shall Almug, but if the ring is of Almug, the Chaisamatzchas Tahira, if the ring itself is Almug and the, and the signet is metal, then it's going to be Tahar. So again, we see I have human finger rings that there is a difference between Tuma and Tahara. So why did Rabbi Lazar say back to him that we're only talking about uh, it must be the Chilak that you heard in regards to rings was Shabbos? So again, we're going to further modify this. That we're talking about rings that are all metal. So basically, when the Talmud came to him and said, I heard a din in regards to the Zechilic between two different types of rings, Rebbe said, if you heard about rings that are human rings that go on a finger and that are all metal, the Zechilic that you must have heard was Lanyan Shabbos because Lanyan Tumah, those are the same. And that is true. But it's now a very modified truth to what we originally had thought. So that was one Shaila that Talmud asked, and we have another Shaila about Shal. He asked another Shaila, Shamati Shacholkin Ben Machat Lamachat. The Talmud said to Rebbe, I heard that there's a difference between two different types of needles. Omar Lehi, Rebbe said to Rebbe Lazar said to him, Shem Alei Shamata Le'inyan Shabbos. When you heard a difference between Machat, between different needles, it must have been in regards to Shabbos. And Rashi says again, we're talking about Le'inyan Hoytzah Shabbos for carrying out on Shabbos. That there's a difference whether the needle has a hole or it doesn't have a hole. Because if it has a hole, then it is. Um, um, when it has a hole, then it's a, a, a tailor's needle, right? It's used to sew something. When it doesn't have a hole, then it's like a pin. It's a tachshit, right? You have a nice, uh, you know, tie pin or something. So the chilek that you must have heard when it came to needles must be in regards to Shabbos, that whether it has a, 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 a hole, if it has an eye in the needle, it's, it's usher to take it on. If it doesn't have an eye, it's mutter. Because in regards to tumah, it would make no difference if it had a needle or not. That needle with an eye or without an eye would be the same din. If its eye or its point was ta- removed, was taken, was cracked off, so we see that there is a chilek between a needle with an eye or without an eye. So, no, 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 we're not saying where part of it broke off. That it is a complete full needle. And in regards to Tumah, there's no difference if it has an eye or doesn't have an eye if it's a, if it's a fully manufactured needle. Frek the Gemara, really? A needle that had rust, if it is going to hold back the ability to sew its tahar, loses shankly. That what does it mean that it's ma'akev tzvira, that you're, it's unable to use to tailor a beged? That uh, Rashi actually brings two different uh, reasons. One is um, that it, uh, it has to, either has the form of a needle, okay, even though it, it has, in other words, it has to have a point, it has to, it has to, uh, you know, kind of look like a needle looks. Or number two is that um, it will, if if the the needle is so rusty that when you use it in the baguette, it will uh, import rust onto the baguette, then what we're saying is it's no longer a usable needle, it's tar. 
right? So well, what do we see? Either way, we see, how could you say that all needles are the same if they, have, if they weren't broken off? What do you mean? I see a rusty needle and a regular needle. A rusty needle is going to be tahar, and a regular needle will be tameh. So the Gemara says, again, we're going to modify that Bishifa Kamar. We're talking about a polished needle. We're not talking about a rusted needle. Bishifa, the Gemara, really? The halacha is going to be the same. Vatanya, what do you mean? Now this is not what we were saying before for to take out on Shabbos. It's mutter for muksa purposes. It's mutter for tiltal. So we see that there is no chilak whether the eye had a needle or not for Shabbos. Right, Rabbi Lazar came and said, oh, you must have heard, if you, if you heard a difference between two different needles, you must have heard in regards to Shabbos. Well, what do you mean? We see right here that there is no difference from Muktzah. That the only difference in, in, in regards to a needle having an eye or not is whether it's going to be Kabbal Tumah, meaning that if you manufactured the needle but didn't yet create the eye, it's like any clee that wasn't completed yet. And if it wasn't completed, it's going to be tar. And if it, if it, uh, if it was a, uh, and if it did have an eye, then the, the, the needle has now, is now a complete clee and it's going to be tame. So the Gemara, the Gemara answers, Hatigrama Abaya Aliba Durava Big Gaumi. We're talking about a, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? A, um, an unfinished, uh, we're talking about Gaumi. Rashi says is, is a, a goylem. It's a goylem, like a, I don't know how to translate that, but um, what we're saying is that it's, it's, it's a regular kli, it's a regular needle without an eye, and you don't necessarily intend to ever put an eye in it. And therefore, what we're saying is that in regards to Tumor purposes, um, in regards to Tumor purposes, since you don't intend to put an eye, on, uh, an eye in it, Okay, unfinished needles. So it's an unfinished needle, but, um, and therefore, it's not going to be Makabal Tumah at all. So the, okay, thank you. So the manufacturing process is not going to be complete at all. It will never, it's going to be Tahar. And that's why Rabbi Lazar was saying that there is no, maybe you heard, right? The only difference is Le'inyan Shabbos, Le'inyan Tumah, Hava Achasi, that either way, since it's an unfinished needle, it will not be Makabal Tumah at all. And the only difference is in Shabbos, that even though we had said that in regards, and, and the difference is in Shabbos, and it's not Hutzah like you thought originally, that if it has a, a hole, it's Aser Midaraisa to take out. If it doesn't have a hole, it's not, because it could be used as a tie pin. But rather, the difference is in regards to Muktzah, that an unfinished needle, it could either be Muktzah, it has no use, or it could be that you can designate it for use to pick up stuff. So you can like stab a thorn, you could stab, up, stab different things that could be used as a crude sort of fork. And therefore, the difference, Rabbi Lazar was saying, that, that exists in an unfinished needle, even though there is no difference for Tumah, it's not going to be Makambal Tumah, there is a difference for Shabbos, that it could be either be Mukta or not be Mukta. We'll stop here, but I'll send out, just give me a second. And then afterwards, we're going to vote on who wore it best today between uh, me and Mosey. Okay. 
We'll make sure to stay on for the uh, post-game show. Complete post-game show. It's not, even, it's not even close. Okay, so we started with saying the, the goat, that um, the a goat, again, we said that if you uh, drill the hole in to hold the officer, then it's going to be good. Okay, but to just tie it, then you're allowed to, the, you're allowed to go out, the goat's allowed to go out with his reins, but to just tie it, it's not good because, it's not good because we're afraid it might slip off. The goat will uh, kind of shake it off and a person, we're afraid a person might carry Daladamas or Sarabim. Revesif asks, what about if you uh, attach it to its beard where it's painful, okay, or um, do or do we or do we sometimes say that it could loosen on its own? Mahu and the Gemara did not answer that. Okay, we talked about para uh, bin karneha that it's not normal to for for it's not considered a tachshit. You wouldn't normally put a ritzua for nai purposes. So therefore, rav held Belanoi or lishmira. It's going to be aser because a cow does not need shmira. Shmuel said it's only going to be aser for lanai. However, for shmira, it's going to be mutter because he held like Hananya. And we asked, I, what about Parad Duma? If, according to Rav, you're saying that Shmiri Nitirusa Yaseira is a Masoi, then it should be, it should passel the Parad Duma. We said three different answers. Either we're talking about that it was going from uh, one city to another city, and then it would be normal to put on reins, or since it's very, very expensive, right, you don't think, you're not taking any chances, even though it's not normal, you're going to go far above and beyond for this animal. And, or it's a Meredes, it's a feisty animal, and therefore it actually does require an officer requires reins. And then the Mishnah, we said, uh, you, animals can go out with a collar and can be dragged with a collar. Rav Huna explained there's two different things, that it can go out kruchin, that you can take the leash and just wrap it around the animal. Okay, even though it's not usable, lenoi, for beauty purposes, it's orche. And leashed animals, it's nice to go out with its leash, even if it's not in a usable position. Or the leash can go out extended where you can actually use it to drag the animal. Um, Shmuel and Shmuel said no it's combined into one it can only go out nimshachim but it cannot go out kruchim uh, because noi for something for beautiful beaut- beautification purposes for this is not uh, it, it would be considered a masoi and then we had a third sheet in the masnisa we said kruchim limashich we had this in between where you wrap it around the animal so it's not always being nimshach le- led with the uh, leash but it's loose enough, either Rashi either it's loose that you can grab your hands around and under it in between the leash and the animal and use the entire uh, you know, part that's, that's ringed, that, that you created a ring around the animal and grab that all and use it as a leash, or you left a little bit that you could uh, if the animal starts to run away. Okay, and Rashmol said, Shalbeis Rebbe, Yates and Kruchin, Karav Huna, that Shalbeis Rebbe, they used to go out, and we asked, you know, why did they need two different ones? And we, we, we created the Tzrichasa as far as why we needed two. Um, we said mazin al shir that you can do hazaa. Okay, you can sprinkle the collar, and we wanted to understand what do you mean? How could a collar of behemoth be kabel tuma? So Rabbi Yitzchak said, "Well, what happened was it was originally used for an adam, and then because tachshit behemoth is not can't become tummy, and then you put it on your animal, and then what we're saying is you can be table it on the animal if you want to be matar." Rabbi Yitzchak says, "No, that even though you're right, a tachshit." that is for an animal, oh, exclusively for use of an animal, that can't become tummy. But since the person is using it to pull his animal, it's considered a tachshit of an adam, not a tachshit of, it's a tachshit of an adam that sits that, on a behema. And then we said, Tevlim be'mekaiman. Um, Ravami wanted to say that you hammered out the, 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 the hole of the ring, and therefore it's not a chatzitza. Um, 
okay? And we said he could even go like Shitas uh, Rav Yitzchak because he holds like Rabbi Yehuda that a Maisa Lissakain is not going to be Mavatal for, you know, it's not going to be Mavatal Shem Kli and make the Tumah go away. And then we had the two Shilas in regards to Shal Talmud Echad uh, as, as Rabbi Eliezer, he said, I heard there's a difference between I heard there's a difference between one type of ring and another type of ring. And we said, what type of rings are we talking about? We had to further define it as, as we're talking about metal rings of, metal finger rings of a person. And he didn't know. Rabbi Eliezer said that it must be talking about the Inyan Shabbos, that whether it has a chaisim or not, it's go, uh, if it has a chaisim, if it has a signet, it's going to be uh, Aser. Okay? But if it does not have a signet, it's going to be Mutter to take out on Shabbos, okay? Because in regards to Tumma, there is no difference if you have a metal finger ring of a person, ex- exclusively metal finger ring of a person. And then the second child that we had, that I heard that there's a difference between Machat and Machat, the two different types of needles, we had assumed we were talking about a needle with an eye or without an eye, okay? And Rebbe Lezer said maybe in regards, in regards to Shabbos, and we came out saying that no, the Gemara answered it's in regards to Moktza, okay? And really, it doesn't have an eye, Okay, it's a question of whether it's going to be considered a masur lenatilas kites, it's mutter, right? So if you're taking it, I shouldn't have said tiltel there, Im t- tiltel lenatilas um, kites, if you're, if you're using the needle uh, for a purpose, a functional purpose on Shabbos, then it's going to be mutter to use. But if you are doing it for a non-functional purpose, it's going to be usur, because in regards to Tumah, there is no difference. We're talking about uh, a complete needle that is polished, so there's no rust issue, and there's no missing parts, and it's shaloy nigger malachta. Either way, it is not going to be tame for tuma purposes.